Just before we get started on this week's episode of the Gaming Den podcast, I just wanted to give a huge shout out to Octorob, who is one of my guests on this episode, for that amazing theme song that you've just heard. Please go check out Rob at twitch.tv forward slash Octorob and listen to his other bangers. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Gaming Den podcast. Uh, this is going to be a good one. I can feel it in my bones. Um as usual, I've got my co-host, uh, Glazra, um, with Octorob and our very special guest. So if you could please say hello and introduce yourself. <laughs> hello, uh, I'm Laura, otherwise known as Cressup. Uh, I stream as Cressup on Twitch. And uh, yeah, hello, guys. Uh, I, I know you guys all through Twitch, so hi. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, so hello. Um, thank you for joining me. Uh, we're just going to talk about some news. So if there's anything um, that you've seen in the news that you want to discuss, um, then let's go for it. Um, I'll just start us off, I guess. the I think the biggest bit of news that I've, I've come across is the PlayStation and Discord partnership. Um, now, I've not read too much about it. I just know that, obviously, Microsoft, um, they had bid to by discord recently and discord had turned it down um so they, they turned down an, an acquisition offer from microsoft but now it's been revealed that playstation have announced a partnership with them um, to bring it to the platform um i think it's quite a big deal it's quite a big deal yeah definitely definitely yeah i mean it'll be interesting so how is that gonna affect I mean, it's going to, I guess, like PC gamers are still going to be able to use it. I'm guessing it's not like it's just going to be exclusively for PlayStation or anything like that, is it? Exactly. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, now they've obviously not announced everything that's going to that's going to consist of, but um, they, they'll be bringing Discord essentially to the PlayStation platform. Okay. So you're going to be able to, I, I, I guess, like cross-platform chat. That's cool. Um, so just chatting like like Discord on your PC. Um, which is pretty cool. I mean, if it's going to be exclusive to PlayStation, um, that is a feather in their cap. Like, it's, it's something, I think it's a shot in the arm that they need because their voice chat is not not the best um, yeah. as it is just now. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I, very I mean, true. <laughs> I think it'd be great because I, I, I know personally a lot of my friends who um, not necessarily have PCs but will play PlayStation and stuff like that. When we try and do anything that's like cross-platform kind of games, we need to try mm-hmm. and either use discord or we're using like whatsapp or we're doing whatever just trying to have a voice chat which is just so weird and so annoying yeah. so actually having another option i guess or the option that all merge it all together would be pretty cool um yeah like um i'm just reading i, I read on videogameschronicles.com that um there was an analysis um that said that 79 percent of 16 to 64 year old PS4 and PS4 Pro users have used Discord in the last year. That's quite a high percentage. So to have it integrated straight into um, into the console is is really cool. I wonder if you'll be able to like stream to it like you can on on desktop Twitch. That would well, yeah, definitely. If they if they're able to do that, because also the PlayStation's Twitch app. Is terrible as well. Uh, yeah. what, or their <laughs> broadcasting to Twitch or YouTube or what you know is uh, really bad. So if they could sort of integrate that a bit more, and if that's like the first step for them doing that sort of thing, then that would be great. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
Yeah, it's good. I mean, it, th- th- I think PlayStation and Sony need to do something to combat Microsoft and and especially Game Pass. I know this is the Game Pass podcast, but we um, they need something. They've got some exclusives uh, like Returnal and things, but I think they need something, and I think this is a, a definitely a step in the right direction. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for mm. sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, again, with with um, Xbox, we did talk about it in the last podcast as well, but um, they're adding like FPS boosts to games, um, not just their own first-party games, but like EA games. And uh, There's a list of 74 games that are getting FPS boosts, so it's like up to 120 frames per second. That's pretty crazy. Um, I won't go through the whole list, and we did talk about it longer last time, but um, there's some really good games in there. Um, Alien Isolation, Yakuza 6, Untitled Goose Game, uh, that sort of stuff. So it's really, really good. Um, yeah, there's not a lot to say about that, really. Yeah, it um, sounds good, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, like, I did notice the difference. I mean, I was playing... Um, Jedi the Fallen Order um, on my 4K TV and oh my god that is a stunning looking game especially with the FPS boost it's it's just fantastic it's really really cool Um, obviously you have to have like a decent TV which I suppose are getting cheaper at the moment but um, yeah it's definitely worth it and and for that to be thrown in with Game Pass and um, your Series X it's just Mm. a really good uh, a really good service like they don't have to do it and it covers all generations of the xbox as well so there's tons of games that have been uh, it's been added to and um, not necessarily like brand new games so yeah it's cool yeah i think um, xbox is definitely getting back on track and just kind of focusing on gaming rather than you know like with what happened with mixer and stuff like that they're just solely focused on gaming now which is good oh yeah i forgot mixer was a thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever... I think most people did. Yeah. Yeah. It was a Twitch rival, though. Come on. It was, you know... It It was huge for those three weeks. (laughs) When they signed Ninja and then everyone forgot about it. And then (laughs) then Ninja left. (laughs) 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 Laughing all the way to the bank. I know. Right. (laughs) Tell me about it. You must have made some coin there. (laughs) Um, Definitely. Yeah. um, And... Stick with the Xbox. This is my last Xbox story. Um, the the new uh, May wave of games coming to Game Pass. Uh, I'm not going to go through them all, but the, the main ones are um, Final Fantasy X and X2. Pretty cool. Um, nice. The the HD remakes. Something I've never played through either of them. I heard X2 is not that great, um, but X is great. Red Dead Online, which I got so excited because I genuinely thought it was Red Dead Redemption, um, but it's just the online one. Not not fussed for that whatsoever. Uh, but my my personal favorite is Psychonauts. Um, big fan of Psychonauts. Not played it for a long time. Obviously the PS2 game. Um, and yeah, I mean, hopefully this lays the path for Psychonauts two to be announced again at, at E3 with an actual release date would be would be pretty awesome. Has anyone played Psychonauts? Yes, I have. I really loved it. It was really good. So it's been a long time since I played it. I don't I can't remember when it came out first now, but yeah, I, I played it when it came out. So I might be up for playing it again on Game Pass to be fair. Yeah, um it was two thousand five when it originally wow. came out on the PlayStation Two. Oh god, well yeah. that makes me feel really <laughs> old. Oh, <no. laughs> 
Um, which is pretty mad. Like, I'm excited for a game to come out 16 years after um, <laughs> yeah. it came out again, like, so I could play it again. I've got a copy of it. I could play it anytime I want, but nah, I, I don't want to get the disc out. Um, <laughs> I'd rather just do How that. How long is that I'm sequel in the works? I think it's Ooh. been a couple of years. Yeah, it's yeah. been quite a while. Because um, it, was, it was announced right after... Was it after Broken Age? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I'm trying, just trying to find where yeah. it was That, that was certainly, I'll say, five odd years ago, maybe? Because there's been a few other things they've obviously been involved with. A sequel, um, apparently they said a sequel was announced in 2015, so yeah. 2015, yeah. Wow, yeah. Is it um, um, Double Fine? Is that the... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I love Double Fine. The developer, yeah. And we announced that Jack Black's going to be in it, which is going to be uh, pretty cool. Oh, pretty cool. Uh, I'm a big fan of Jack Black. Um, but yeah, like that's it's been a long time in the making. It's almost as bad as Beyond Good and Evil 2, uh, another game I'm looking forward to. But um, yeah, Psychonauts is a, a really deep sort of action platformer um, that makes you think as well. It's a bit like Rick and Morty, so it's not for everyone, just for smart people like me. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's why I played. I it hate myself well. even for just joking about that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so if seen... you've not played it, oh. sorry, I was, uh, uh, sorry, I was going to change the subject a little bit, but but um, oh, you have you guys seen or watched um, what Double Fine do in terms of their thing, their game jam called like yeah. Amnesia Fortnite? No, where was it? what's that? Um, um, no, so so every few years or so they used to stream it on Twitch and things, but. Essentially, they shut up shop for two weeks and set up all these little mini teams that um, make a game within two weeks as a little bit of a, I think a wee refresher, I guess, between all the major crunchers working on a title for oh, years wow. and years and years. And it's it's really interesting because it's all filmed. It's, it turns into like a documentary, and a new one just came out. It wasn't streamed, but it was like a a feature length film just came out. Um, from I think it was filmed last year or the year prior, um, for for Anisha Fortnite, and I I was watching that mm. over the weekend, and that I do recommend it. It's it's really interesting to watch a bit of game development and a bit of people becoming like project leads that have never done that before, and you know figuring out how people work kind of creatively in these kind of companies and things. It's, it's worth a oh, watch. Wow. That sounds brilliant. Yeah, like. Yeah, I love that sort of stuff. I've just read there that it's actually, it's been released. It was on the 29th of um, April. I don't know if it was straight to YouTube, but the whole thing's on YouTube. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out. I didn't know that was, I knew they sort of did a sort of game jam to get ideas and and, and, and things like that, but I didn't know it was such a big deal. I didn't know they recorded it and that. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. They do something as well, don't they? Or they like host that thing, Day of the Devs, which again is like, um in co- but that's like not just from double fine it's like other developers like indie developers i think they it's basically like a smaller kind of game conference i think that they've got another one of those coming up in june as well so yeah they kind of they're, they're very yeah. much for like encouraging indie development and and that kind of stuff yeah um yeah that's yeah i've always loved tim schaefer um He's a bit of a hero of mine, so he um, obviously made like Grim Fandango and um, the original Monkey Islands and things like that. So um, yeah, I, there's I've 
I purpose I, I don't know why I purposely not played some of these games um, like Broken Age. I've never played it, but I think I just want to save it all and then just blast through his entire back, back catalogue. But um, yeah, I love the the costume quest games. <laughs> I thought they were just like amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think I, I, I know his costume quest was definitely uh, was the result of this like game jam that they do. Was it? Oh, oh yeah. really? Ah, that is cool. Uh, right, yeah. Does anyone else have any sort of news stories you want to discuss? Or I guess the only other... Well, there's obviously this big thing going on at the moment with Apple and Epic Games. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, the, Epic has like, taken Apple to court. But yeah, I guess it, it's more just the interesting in terms of what that might what might happen to Apple's App Store and whether that's going to change or... Um, mm-hmm. Whether it, you know, that it's gonna um, start paying developers more if um, it doesn't go their way, and uh, what that might mean for games. Um, I think it, it might be quite a big one, but obviously it's only just kicked off this trial, so there's there's not much to say at the moment. But it lo- looks <laughs> like it'd be quite an interesting one, anyway. Yeah, but it's basically because of the cut that apple take from in yeah, purchases is that right yeah. yeah basically epic has taken apple to court um over Fortnite, saying that you know it's not competitive uh, they're sort of stifling competition by taking a big cut and apple is saying well it's an industry standard that they're charging um so yeah, yeah i mean obviously there's a lot of games in the app stores so if if epic win over this it could mean a big change it would be pretty huge yeah i mean i mean epic are are arguing this point from their golden mansions yeah, um, yeah. in their swimming pool of Fortnite money. But <laughs> um, so I, I don't really care who wins. Either way, <laughs> you're the suckers that, that, that pay the money. So um, <laughs> yeah, I don't care who wins. It's 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 like Mr. Burns. Do you know in The Simpsons when Mr. Burns and Smithers have a money fight? That's basically what it is. <laughs> but it well. might help other small developers, don't you think? Yeah. At least, yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean if anyone benefits from it i really hope it is indie developers yeah. and not the people that rip off other people's work on the app store which they don't give a shit about they just uh, <laughs> publish it anyway they just launch them out but yeah i mean it, it would be quite historic i suppose if it goes either way but let's face it apple are gonna win apple always win well, they'd be the beatles mm. i mean that says it all <laughs> um have, yeah. have you seen um, have you seen the leak it's not really a leak, but um, I don't know if anyone's played the game Outer Wilds before. I've played a bit of it. I haven't yeah. played all of it yet. Yeah. Um, I, I highly recommend it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I've heard that one before. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I need to go into detail some, sometime again in the future on this game, but certainly yeah. there's a, a, a DLC has been announced, but kind of leaked. Ooh. Essentially, there's people that are scouring steam for updates and looking for this information and there was a change in the database that um announced um a dlc for this game that came out two years ago that's i don't know probably one one of the most i'm not gonna say groundbreaking but just unique games that there i've ever played personally um yeah the dlc is called echoes of the eye don't know any idea how they're going to pull in a DLC in a game where it was very concluded <laughs> in terms of a story. Yeah, but, prequel yeah. maybe, or yeah, I don't know. You're right. How, how did they do that? No idea, but yeah. um, that's quite exciting. I would say for anyone that's a big fan of Outer Wilds, 
as a game. Yeah, more it was brilliant. Yeah, that and the fact that that and Outer Worlds came out at the same time is just really strange. Uh, but Outer Worlds <laughs> is really original. Um, it's Annapurna, isn't it? Like the uh, they developed it or published it, um, and they make great games. But yeah, like I'd be in for for DLC. Um, although I don't know, I I feel that the they didn't expect the game to be as popular as it was, and now they're just tacking on DLC. Um, but eh, we'll see. Um, There's yeah. a really good documentary about about the game, and they talk about the release with Outer Worlds at the same time, and all those kind of. Oh, things. really? <laughs> um, I can't, I cannot remember who does it, but um, it was on YouTube, and it's it's worth the watch if you're a fan of the game. But it's heavily, heavily full of spoilers, so. Um, all right if you've got any intention so of playing the game play the game first yeah. yeah um i kept dying i kept going to these planets and just drowning so. <laughs> it's a big scary it's one of the best things about the game is that it, it's all about exploring and you want to go into space and it also gives you how scary exploring can be i guess like tells you that kind of natural it's, yeah it's literally taking you into to the unknown isn't it so um yeah, yeah, cool. Um, I've yeah, not, is, not played, but I'll check out. <laughs> yeah, like the list of games we're getting for these this podcast is becoming ridiculous. Um, <laughs> like, I've got a list of shame, a pile of shame, and it's just getting worse every every time we talk about games. So uh, yeah, if that's it for for news, uh, we'll just go um, into what we've been playing. Um, Cress up, since you are our first time guest, um, what yeah. have you been playing this well, week? Or weird, in the I, last I should couple of weeks uh, say as well, I, I do things for this podcast called the Adventure Games Podcast, uh, where I, I co host that. So I. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> sorry, no uh, plugs. No plugs. <laughs> only really. in this. I'm only mentioning it because um, I, it does mean I normally end up playing a lot of adventure games because i'm like reviewing it either for that or other, other things but um I, yeah. i'm trying to think what i've been playing at the moment that mm. is in those categories i've played something called hitchhiker which was, which was quite interesting um which has been out earlier i think for the switch and for apple arcade but it's now out on steam just recently and it basically is you uh, it's a sort of first person journey through uh, five different um rides that you take that you hitchhike um, and it's uh, and there's five different people that you meet along the way, mm. but it's quite a surreal story. So there's it's mainly you just looking and chatting to the person that's picked you up. Um, but it kind of weird things start to happen on your journey. All is not as it seems. Blah blah blah. Um, and yeah, it's I would say it's not. It sounds quite sort of <laughs> it's quite relaxing, but I think th- there's also some sort of surreal elements and things that happen that make it a bit more uh, interesting than just literally you sitting in a car talking to people. Yeah. Um, I've not I've not heard of this, uh, if I'm honest, but... Um, so is it an adventure game? Yeah, it's like an interactive novel, I guess. And that, there are puzzles, so it's got that kind of adventure element of it. Um it's um mm. it, it has you you're chatting to the driver but you're also you can interact with things in the car there's sort of little mini games as well and and puzzles you have to solve but things happen so like the radio starts talking mm. to you 
um, things in the landscape change. So you start to get the idea that maybe, and also the, the, the sort of point of it is you can't remember why you're in any of these cars and who you are. Um, so it, yeah, it's basically, it's not Um, just you like going along an open highway and and hitching. It's, it's you trying to find out what's going on. Basically. It's only about a three and a half hour, hour game, I'd say. So it's, you know, it's not going to take very long, but I, it was quite interesting. It was, there were, it definitely went weird, (laughs) but if you like that kind of sort of strange, maybe indie (laughs) game, it's. It's interesting enough, and it, it like I said, it is quite relaxing just being being in these cars and driving to these interesting landscapes, and and some of the puzzles were quite fun as well. So yeah, I, I guess if you, it's it's definitely a game you could play in one sitting, which is sometimes quite nice to have. Amazing! Oh, definitely check that one out. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I love kind of games like that, like um, short and sweet games, but you can just kind of like sink your time into it and just yeah. kind of do it in one sitting. Yeah, that's really cool. It's nice to have a balance. Yeah, I've got more and more into them recently. Like after I played, oh, yeah. um, what's it called? What becomes of Edith Finch? That's that sort of game. Like, sorry, two and a half, three hours, and I absolutely loved it. it genuinely became one of my favorite games. So, um, I sort of got more and more into games like that. So yeah, this sounds uh, sounds really good. Well, I was uh, so is, I is I brought that up because I've also like, yeah I played that on, on my Twitch stream, but I also am, am playing a lot of Bloodborne at the moment, um, I which is very different to what I kind of normally play, <laughs> but um, or at least on stream. Uh, but I'm pretty much I think near the end of the main game on that one, and I'm doing a little bit of the DLC uh, uh, before I finish it because if people aren't familiar with Bloodborne, mm. it has a strange system where you can buy the DLC. But if you finish the main game, you would have to play through about two or three hours of the main game again to get to the DLC to play it because there's, it's not available through the chat. So this is for you as well. You should take because you're also playing Bloodborne, aren't you? <laughs> so take note of this. If you want to play the DLC, don't yes, finish am, the main yeah. game entirely because you'll have to play through some of it again <laughs> to get to a point where it lets you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Right. Yeah, and I think that's the same with all. Yeah, it's just it's just uh, from software hating choice. their players again, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Making them suffer. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, uh, yeah. Yeah, but um, so but I'm I'm in really loving Bloodborne. I, I think it's great. It's it's mad, but I'm I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, I'll be playing it as well, so I may as well just talk about it now as well. But um, so. I think last week um, I actually said that I was playing Bloodborne <laughs> and I was I got caught playing it while recording a podcast. Well, I wasn't actually playing it. But that's a different story. Um, but yeah, so I, I've not had time to play it that much this week. So this is just your weekly update. But last night well I did beat Father Gascoin, um, which I was really pleased about because it took me quite a few tries. Um, I think I was going about it the wrong way. I was using the little like sort of music box spoilers for Bloodborne. Um but I was trying to oh, save no. them yeah. till as late as possible. Um, and then I realized that I, re- I did realize that after a while, it just doesn't do anything <laughs> or it doesn't have the same effect. So I was doing it straight away. I did it straight away or as quickly as possible um, before his transformation <laughs> nice. um, and then kicked his ass and uh, done all right. Yeah. And I was also like, because I've never really played like a Soulsborne game before, not properly. Um only realized kind of yesterday or the day before that 
I was yeah. killing every single to, guy yeah. on every single them. run. Exactly. That's just run past them. That's just what, run past uh, yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's good. So it gets I you a level up. Saved a lot of time. But yeah, I mean, that's what I ended up doing through a lot of the game first is running all the way through, getting the shortcut, beating the boss, then you, you have more to level up with, and then you could go back and pick up all the items. But yeah, I mean... I think it, it, well done on the boss because yeah. Father Gascoigne's a very hard boss to, to beat at the beginning. And once you've done him, you'll be fine. Mm. Yeah, like um, I think there's people in your Discord um, have said that if you could beat if you beat Father Gascoigne, you're probably likely to finish the game. So um, yeah, I'm happy with that. I, I'm really enjoying it. Really, really enjoying it. The setting, yeah. the music. Um, it's creepy. Um, yeah, it's just a really, really good game. Um, yeah, and you inspired me to play it. I, I think I said this last week as well. Oh, you actually was watching you <laughs> stream it. I was like, it's, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm it's, it's, it's one um, I was a bit, I wasn't sure about <laughs> so playing because I do actually like FPSs and more action adventure stuff. So it wasn't that didn't put me off. But obviously, everyone just is like, oh, it's so hard, it's so difficult. But what I think is, it's actually. It's not hard in the sense, most of it isn't hard in the sense you need loads of skill. You do obviously need a bit of skill, but it's a more just about learning like the moves and getting to know the world. Mm-hmm. And I think like with each boss, once you know the boss and how it works, then you yeah. can actually, you know, you're fine. So a lot of it is just mm-hmm. getting to know, like learning things and, and you'll be fine. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit more old yeah. than like old school games. Like you're just learning the patterns, and um, like Father Gascoigne, oh, okay. you will either wow, attack really twice did. or four <laughs> you times. Really did learn and the it, when you learn that, you're like, well, <laughs> yeah, I did my research. How are you meant to know these? Yeah, things? that's the one um, thing I don't get about these. Yeah, games. yeah and <laughs> there's so much in you it that you just that's the thing. Someone oh, needs to tell you. To, uh, that's why. I'm so glad I did it on the stream because I wouldn't have a clue. And and, and I, even mm. like today I was playing a bit and there's like loads of lore. I've no idea about, I don't think you could, you'd really have to be, because half the time you're just dying. So you don't have the time to mm. <laughs> like pay attention, but yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what put me off like playing it. Cause I'm like, I've, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. In this game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. It is, it is very much like that. Like, I was confused for the first time I died and it takes you to this bit and you're like, well, what oh, are these yeah, tiny little, little Voldemort's doing in this <laughs> bird bath? Like, oh, that's the shop. All right, of course it is. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it is random, but it's, it's a great game. Um, I can see why people like it. And it is like, obviously it's a, by the same people that made Dark Souls, but I always felt that Dark Souls mm. was quite, like you have to be very defensive, whereas in Bloodborne you have to be aggressive. Like everything is just yes, pure aggression, and I like that. <laughs> I I started Maybe playing Dark Souls me. three because yeah, of watching so. Cressel. Oh no! Play. Have I inspired all these people to play these horrible, <laughs> these <laughs> hard <laughs> games? It, it's certainly been parked because I don't know. My after I'd finished or after I started playing for about an hour, my heart was just I don't mm. know going mental. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm like I'm I'm exhausted. I've gone through all these different emotions. It's been like panic. It's been um, excitement. It's been all those sorts. And I don't know. It's it's definitely it's an enjoyable game. Um, but I I don't know if it's something that I can I can like get into. I'd like to, but I just I don't. I'd rather sit and watch someone play it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's how I feel as well. <laughs> yeah. No. Have you played the other ones? Have no. you finished like the first what two? What made you jump in with three? Because oh, right. I got three. three, like, so I 
I bought the first one, or I got the first one really cheap on Steam, played it for a wee bit, didn't get anywhere, and then for some reason, I think someone told me to play Dark Souls 3, because it was like the most recent one, and it would run better, and I think this was before like the remaster and stuff, yeah. and I played it for, it must have been an hour, never touched it ever again, and then, yeah. as I say, after watching um, a couple of your streams, um, I was like, okay, well, maybe maybe I can give one of these a go, and just installed Dark Souls 3. <laughs> and went from there. Because yeah, the PC version of Dark Souls One is janky yeah. as fuck. Like it's not, it's not great. Um, so yeah, that's probably why. Like three, are you it's playing PC, three on the yeah. Xbox? Yeah. Or you're playing on PC, so yeah, so that it yeah. probably would run better. You're probably right. Yeah, I used so. to have a pal that was yeah, that like, was like, I don't know, hardcore, hardcore fan of it. So. I think I've obviously got told a few things when I was I was maybe having a little bit of an idea I want to play this and then got put off straight away. <laughs> but um, yeah, I definitely will pick it up. It's just <laughs> oh my god! I, as I say, it's, there's so much in these games that you just you will ne- you would never know you would never oh, know I unless know. you played hours. It's it's so baffling. There's a whole section which you you've got to look yeah. forward to, uh, Fox, in in terms of uh, Bloodborne, where it's like I. Literally, how are you supposed to know where you're supposed to go? It doesn't. There's no. You need to look it up or have someone tell you. It's just really obscure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm like, I, I talk about this almost every uh, podcast, but I'm not against like look. If you're if you're stuck in a game, right, especially nowadays. You shouldn't be ashamed mm. of looking it up and finding what to do. You just don't have time to work all these things out. Like, if you want to enjoy a game and get through a game, why would you just be stuck forever? Like, back in the day, like, before everyone had the internet, you would get stuck and you would just never play it again. Now, you've got everything. People, You've got people watching you on stream. You've got guides. You've got game facts, whatever. You can just look and go, right, I can get past this bit. That might just be a blip. And then I'm going to really enjoy the rest of the game. So I think there's no shame in, in, in doing that. And even just getting hints, because you can get non-spoilery walkthroughs or just hints and tips. And also or, I think for, like, whatever. From um, Software encourages yeah. that like, because it's a community it's... game. So they expect you to be doing that, really. Well, they used to have... Yeah. It was like a, a documentary exactly, they used to yeah, have. It was it the Nintendo counselors where people used to be able to call in and, and help yeah. them beat games and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's because oh, they made uh, probably enough, a lot of money <laughs> from that. <laughs> people spending like £8 a minute yeah. to to get a Zelda cheat and stuff. But, but nowadays it's like you could though. just, you know, look it up um, and then like but, you were saying that you can get some spoiler-free ones as well, which is, yeah. Mm. Exactly. See, I remember back, like, when I had my very first PC, I had the Ace Ventura game, and it was like, it was based on the cartoon of Ace Ventura. And I remember there was this puzzle you had to make a totem pole. Um, I can't remember why. I think the chief loved women or something. And you had to make it, I found out, you had to make it look like a woman. And I had it for years, and I could not do it. And my brother couldn't do it, and all my pals couldn't do it. So it just got binned. And then as soon as we got the internet, I looked up how to do it, I found how to do it, and <laughs> finished the game within half an hour. <laughs> so, and I will always remember it. So that was the first how? thing I ever looked up on the internet. Um, 
I remember playing Bugs Bunny Lost in Time and getting my poor dad to um great game by the way fantastic game game. (laughs) genuinely really good game and like getting my dad to ring up this poor hotline well my poor dad's more to to ring up the hotline and uh, be like what does Bugs Bunny have to do now and they had to like tell him (laughs) my my one was it was a bit more like the cheaper option where i think i had to i think i was playing it was like ocarina of time when i was stuck with a puzzle and i didn't have the strategy guide no i think it was like it was probably the word i think it was the bomb like i think it was the (laughs) the first ever like um fireplace like really at the start and you got to throw the bomb just as it explodes on the wall i just never understood that but um i it was basically my mum's someone at, at her work was playing the game as well so during <laughs> their lunch break she was like getting them getting them to give me a call so they could oh. help me <laughs> that's amazing um, that's great that's a great story <laughs> that's the closest i ever got to phoning one of those numbers uh. i guess <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, they phoned you, so that's that's a win. Like you didn't even have to phone them. Uh, cool. Um, uh, what have you been playing, playing Rob? Quite a few uh, different things, but um, I guess like in terms of new game, I've, I've been playing a Ooh. game called, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong, um, Dorfromantic. Dor- Dorfromantic. I don't know. I've never, I've, it's one of those games you just never say aloud. <laughs> you read it. Right. Um, it's it's a quite a chill like city yeah. builder <laughs> kind of game. So if you've ever played like the board game Carcassonne, um, you're oh, that game, yeah. you're brilliant. given little tiles of, of oh, yeah. Yeah. bits, and they only can connect to certain tiles. It's like that in a in a in a, in a game sense. Um, it's single player, and it's just a kind of it's obviously random randomly generated you make decisions that then you regret down the line because it means that you can only put things certain places and you have these little mini quests to say oh i want you know 12 12 farmland pieces connected to this area and, and things like that and it's it's so chill but it's so addictive it's just such a cool um game just to to chip away at like i, I always enjoy either watching something or if it's a stream or whatever and doing something at the same time and it's it's one of those games that i've been jumping into um well i've got something else on just because it's just it's so relaxing um yeah i'm just looking it up there it it looks really cool it looks really chill the yeah it's really simple and plain it's just um and it's just let's see you start it's like all hex grid based and um, you start single tile to, mm. to a place where you end up putting down, I don't know, 200, maybe 300 different tiles that this turn into this massive kind of landscape. Um, it's, it's, quite, it's quite nice to, to see because you naturally kind of build it. And um, yeah, it's just quite, it's quite fun having these little, I don't know, it's almost like playing like D&D or something. It's just you have this like amazing like hex map, map at the end of it. Um, oh, it's really cool. Yeah, uh, I'm just reading its description on GOG.com, and like it, it tells you what it offers, but it also tells you what it doesn't offer. Obviously, as a selling point, so it's like it doesn't show you, it doesn't offer four times strategy, trading, resource man- management, combat and violence, or multiplayer. So it's like 
it's basically selling you on the fact that it's just a total chill game. You don't have to yeah. stress. There's about definitely that strategy. Manner. There's definitely like strategy, that. and there's there's a knack to some of this stuff. And I've not figured it out yet, but yeah, it is. It's like if you want to play a strategy game, but it's very casual, <laughs> which I don't think there's many games can give that 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 label yeah. to. Um, definitely. What, what platform is it you've been playing no, it on? True. Is it on on Steam or? It's on Steam that I've been playing it on. Cool. Um, I think it's just PC, um, but it would definitely be a game that you could have. I could see that on like on an iPad or something. You know, like it's a kind of. It is very. Um, you could have it on a phone. Mm. But I, I don't think. I think it's just PC only. Ah, cool. Because it, it sounds similar, like you were saying. Is it. I always don't know how to pronounce them. Is it Carcassonne? Carcassonne? Because I play that a lot on Carcassonne. Switch. And if it's like that, then yeah. it sounds, sounds really fantastic. It would be. Do you think it would be like a game that they could port to Switch, sort of thing? Oh, definitely. It's, yeah. As I say, it's, it's really simple. It's just. You know, you, you have your tiles that are you can see what's coming up, kind of thing, or the, the next two tiles you can see what 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 are coming up, and you just place them. So it's it's really really simple, um, but just so it's one of those things where it's like a really simple mechanic, uh, but it has so much depth to it. Um, it's really it's I can't I can't recommend it more than if you really want a chilled kind of experience, um, and and a new kind of game to play with, then I recommend that too. Yeah. Amazing. Sounds sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um what else have you been playing then? Have you been, uh, I've uh, not streamed, I've not streamed. You've not been streaming now. Um you? just playing like, that off stream. Um on stream just playing it off stream. Um I've been playing um a game called Planet Coaster. Um which has been a lot how, of fun. How, how is Bamland coming? Ba- Bamland, <laughs> yeah. The Amazing. Wonderful yeah. wide old world of, of Bamland. Is my uh, theme park the the hot new attraction um, <laughs> that I'm going to open up for the summer? Um, yeah, no, it's again. I think it's one of those games for me personally. I overlooked when it came out. I, I bought it when it came out, and I I wanted it to be like a I wanted it to be like roller coaster tycoon. I wanted it to be like a theme park hospital kind of tycoon game, and the tycoon element of it is really really uh, weak. I would say there's not. There's not much challenge to it. You can dump whatever you want in there, and, and the, the game just runs and you make money. It, there was no challenge, and I think I just played it. I played a couple of the challenge maps and just went, right. ah, "This is a load of rubbish." Um, it wasn't until I started watching um, a few other people stream it and a player. I didn't realize how much you could customize in in this this game, making rides completely from scratch, making putting your own audio and images and. All those different things. So I, I've been having an absolute blast playing um, playing it on stream, and and making this 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 theme park called Bamland that we've named, <laughs> um, making daft little rides and things. And it's, <laughs> and it's it's so nice as well having, I guess it's like a wee bit of a, a community driven thing where people can make assets and things like that that then you can pull into the into the game. Um, it it is ultimately a sandbox, um, but with a I don't know if the skeleton yeah. of a theme park, but it, it's been a lot of fun. It's been so much fun. If if you you want in that kind of game that you have that creative freedom, it's um, it's definitely scratching that itch for me. Awesome, it's been brilliant to watch as well. The streams have been so, so funny. Awesome. <laughs> it's been been brilliant. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> is, the, is the plant still there? Oh, honestly, there's more. Yeah, there's, there's more. more plant. <laughs> 
just because of the I mean the path system <laughs> in this game is crazy it's got its mind of its own and you think of being able to lay a, a grid or a square path would be really simple yeah. and it's certainly not um I honestly like talking about Dark Souls saying I had to park it because it was getting quite stressful this game got me very stressed at one point <laughs> putting paths on um, and I think I do say this, the phrase that like, oh, I'd rather be playing Dark Souls right now but, um, oh wow <laughs> but no it, it was great um, but yeah I managed to, to mess up the path or I managed to put the path exactly how I wanted but had this one little bit it was like a tiny little blip that I had to put a plant to cover the blip <laughs> to not draw attention to it, um, which has now grown into. There's a few other areas where I put plants just to hide like the horrible path that I've somehow connected. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, it's it's great fun. It is great fun if you're ever interested in and in, and in that kind of. I guess it's like level design a little bit. It's a little bit you're building sandbox stuff, but yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I remember playing like theme theme park when I was when I was younger. Um I just don't think I've got the patience for it. I like watching you you play it. Um it was really cool and really funny. So and it's pretty cool. It is like you said, a sandbox, you can customize it, you can name yeah. all the, the guests and, and, and you stuff can, as well, can't you? You can so, basically ride um, the rides through your guest eyes uh, eyes and stuff as well. So it's just I've got loads of ideas what to do with it i think it's more of have i got the time to to, yeah. to invest that's a good sign <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you're gonna need a project manager soon <laughs> cool um and have you been playing pokemon snap uh, New yeah pokemon snap. I've, I've picked it up um yeah I, I, i've only played it for a little while um just over the weekend i mean it only came out um on yeah. friday so I've only played it for a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, Friday. Yeah, no, it's been really good. As someone that's actually really enjoyed the original, and it was, I think, probably one of the only games I was really looking forward to this year um, that I knew it was coming out. Um, yeah, it definitely, <laughs> it, it, it knows what was good about the original game and builds on it. So it's definitely um, a lot of fun exploring um, and seeing the Pokemon interact and living in a, a, a natural world. Um, yeah. I started it today, so, like, while well, I'll be playing it, I've not... I've, I've done, like, the first yeah. trip around, and that's it. But, yeah, it looks it looks cute. It's pretty... Um, I'm, 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 I was also really looking forward to it, so, I've yeah. I've played I'm a little bit as well. It's, it's, it looks stunning. Absolutely stunning. <laughs> yeah. I, I do like the 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 almost like instagram part of it as well yeah yeah um that that seems like to add a completely mm. no, another level to the game i guess um and they did so many things to improve it where where you're you're not just taking one photo of the, the pokemon you're taking four different poke, uh, pictures for for different categories or, or, or ratings and things um and that that would help because I think the problem with the first game was that everyone, the perfect photo of that Pokemon was the same for everybody. Um, every, if you wanted to get that top rating picture, everyone took yeah. the same picture at the same time. Um, by having this like different tiering system, it means that that um, a lot more people have different pictures of these these Pokemon that will be really good. And this Instagram kind of 
feature of it where you basically share your pictures online with other people in the community seems so much fun and I've seen some of the memes and stuff are so funny as well <laughs> it's, it's great it's great yeah yeah cool um, awesome right um, is that um, is that everything you've been playing I'll say yes I mean there's been Apex Legends as well but I don't really want to talk about how <laughs> I'm really bad at that game <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Let's discuss oh, no. Apex Legends. <laughs> um, like, uh, you, you don't have to. You don't have to. It's fine. Um, but it's it's it's, it's good fun. It's good fun. It's, it's a bit of a um different game from, I guess, my circulation of Dead by Daylight and a few other things and stuff as well. So it's a bit of fun. I'm de- definitely not a first person mm. shooter. I cannot. I don't. I don't have that knack. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, Rick Glasser, hey, I what, had what a lot of time playing? to game um, like last week, um, but I did get a chance to play uh, Sekiro uh, Shadows Die Twice. Nice. Um, and it is uh, a stunning Ooh, nice. game, but it's so difficult because I, I struggle quite a lot with like, you know, like the Souls kind of games. Um, and it was just like, like death after death after death and I'm like oh no <laughs> but it looks amazing <laughs> um so um, i get yeah. give that a go and i like the the character customization they've got on it as well it's fantastic that, that's the one you, you get like a grapple hook and stuff don't you you swing yeah. about is that that's yeah. a f- yeah. that seems pretty cool yeah and that's a from software game as it's well a lot isn't it? so it is quicker the dark souls people sort of different mm. dynamics uh, so it's nice. basically, it's, it's kind of its own game, really. Yeah, I, I didn't know it was from the same. It's definitely like that. That that yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it feels quite like Dark Souls, um, but like it's it's very yeah. fast paced. Like you've got like different weapons and stances you can swap between and stuff. So um, I think with with enough practice, then you definitely like sink your teeth into it. Um, but as just having like a one off shot of it, it's just like oh my god, this is overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but definitely, definitely a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've seen it. Um, I don't know if I'll ever play. It. I keep getting that mixed Tushima, up with the Tsushima. Um, yeah, Tsushima. Yeah. yeah, what's the other one? Because yeah, that's it. Yeah, I keep getting them mixed up. I think Tsushima's like the um, what's it called? What's the film uh, guy? The guy that makes classy films. For fuck's sake! That's one of those things where like, you wake up at like three in the morning, and you're like, I remember now. Where's Anderson? Yeah, it, he's quite a famous uh, director. No? Right, right, it, it, it's not. No. What kind of arty films? Yeah, like, no. like rom coms or I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> Kurosawa. That's it. Kurosawa. Kurosawa yeah. films. Like Seven Samurai and stuff. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. It's, it takes a lot of uh, a lot of points from, from that and from his films. So, yeah. Anyway, it looks good, uh, is what I'm saying. But um, Sekiro looks incredibly difficult. I was watching, I watched Edinburgh Nice's Boys uh, stream it and he got quite frustrated oh, yeah. with it, it but it's it is stunning, a beautiful it's, looking it's game. Beautiful to rage at. It was 
Yeah, that is all you've been playing. You said you've not had um, much time. Beautiful game, beautiful game. But yeah, um, that's that's only two that I've been able to kind of get my hands on this week. To be fair, Sakira is quite substantial, so. Yeah, cool. Oh, cool. I, I, um, I just, I've not, I've not got the the strategy down of like, like I need the swap between this stance and this weapon set, and I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'll. I don't think I'll ever play it. To be honest, I don't know why. Um, I just don't think it's my type of game. Um, but yeah, cool. Um, so I have been playing. I've been playing Bloodborne. Um, um, but I've already spoken about that. Um, oh, I've also been playing Metal Gear Solid, like the original Metal Gear Solid. Um, and and I finished that the other day. Um, God, that's a good game. Like I don't know why. Like I played it when it came out, but I didn't finish it. And it's just yeah, like I really liked it. I really got into the storyline and stuff. And some of the boss fights are just fantastic. Um, you've got like the famous ones. Mm. Uh, with like Psycho Mantis and things like that, um, but then like even um, Raven, what's his name, Raven, whatever, um, even that I f- thought was really cool. Where he's got this giant gun, you have to use the missiles to to kill him, and there's a sniper, like Sniper Wolf. It's just, it's a beautiful game. There's it's a Kojima game, isn't it? Like through and through. Um, I played it. Um, with a patch as well to like make it widescreen and high res and it looked amazing so um i'm really pleased i, I played it and finished it um i've started two um as well but i i literally just started it the other day so i've not really played it that much Um i've not had much time to play other games um metal gear bloodborne oh, um, cool. i did start actually inspector waffles um yeah i've played that the uh, point and click game um, that's on Steam. Um, I I I didn't play it for long. Um, I just done the yes, first, the very first bit, bit, like yeah. in the house uh, and things like that. But yeah, it's it, yeah, it's very first bit. And it's quite good. The humor in it's, it's quite good. Very, I would say they die down a little bit afterwards. because um, <laughs> so, uh, he's a cat. It's, it's, yeah, he's a cat. Oh, yeah, there is a lot of cat puns. Yes, they are. Yes, um, they're all cats and there's there's dogs and stuff in it as well, um, I believe, <laughs> so far. Anyway, they found dog hair. But um, yeah, I, 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 I like my point and click games and it does look, It obviously it's a bit old school-y like with the, the sort of pixel art, but um, with new a new take on it, they're, they're just big, bold sprites. I like it, I like it a lot. Um, I think I'll finish that, and then I've got a bunch of other point-and-click games. Um, yeah, that's about it. What else did I play? I played I played Mario Golf on the Game Boy Color nice. because <laughs> I need to keep the retro games alive. I didn't even, um, I didn't even know there was so... Mario Golf for the Game Boy Color. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good um, as well. Yeah, yeah. It was the, I, think, I think it was the first one. It's really good. Um as far as golf games go on the on the Game Boys, um, yeah, it's good. Um, I got it from what did I, get? Oh, I got it from CX the other day for like six quid. So um, yeah, it's good. I, and I try keep playing like an old school retro game on my Game Boy uh, pretty much all the time. So um, just so I've got something to talk about in this section of the podcast. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Um, 
So yeah, if that's us all done, um, we will have a short break and then we'll be back with Cressup's game of choice, which I cannot wait to talk about. Um, it's a fantastic game. So we'll be right back in just a moment. to the Gaming Den podcast. Uh, in this section, we are going to talk to our special guest, Cressup, um, about her one of her favourite games uh, that she is very passionate about. So please do take it away. Which game is it you're going to be talking about? Yeah, so I am going to be talking about Undertale, a really Yay. popular game. It was sort of grew, like ballooned in popularity. Um, it's, I mean, it might not be one people might think I was going to pick because I've said I do stuff for adventure games. It sort of has the spirit of an adventure game, It's, but it's more a kind of 2D role-playing game, I think, rather than a mm. straight sort of point-and-click adventure. But it's definitely got types of point-and-click adventures um characteristics in terms of like its narrative and its humor i would say is quite similar into to a lot of like point and click adventures but yeah it's a yeah. it's an indie game it's it's made by toby fox a developer i think that was his first like big game that he made and it did very well for him um mm. It's an interesting one because I don't really want to... There's parts about the game that I don't want to spoil because it definitely has some twists and turns. But I, I'll give you a sort of broad overview of, of um, it. And basically, you are a child. You fall into this place called the underground, which is this sort of region under the surface of the earth. It's like separated by this magic barrier. And you basically trying to make your way back up to the surface. But along the way, you meet all these different types of mon monsters. Um now, the game, like I said, is sort of there's different endings. Um, it's there's different uh, ways you can play the game. It is. It says this on the website, so I don't think I'm spoiling anything. In that, it's an RPG where you don't have to kill anyone. You you don't have to um, fight anyone if you don't want to, because there's different ways you can go about battles with people. So um, the, all the enemies that you meet, you can just defeat defeat them by clicking fight. But there's other ways you can you know deal with the enemies um and that's i think where the game's like sort of quirkier side comes into play um you know you can choose to like dance with a slime or you can pet a dog and you can flirt with your enemies and it's kind of this sort of like quirky humor that i i really loved um 
And I think that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> um, and I think that's one of the best bits about the game is that there's just loads of little, little fun asides. There's loads of puns. There's loads of silliness. Um, but it does have a good story as well. It's not completely, you know, stupid or something. The, the writing is quirky, but it's also, you know, really good. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's basically you are meeting these different characters. There's loads of like really memorable characters that you meet along the way um uh that you you know you chat with you there's little puzzles you have to do and i think the the game just throughout just is constantly like surprising you with new characters i mean there's about 100 i think uh different tracks in the soundtrack a lot of them are quite similar to each other but um yeah i mean we could like you said we can go on to the music in a bit but um yeah th there's no voice acting but i, I don't think that actually matters um because yeah. of the soundtrack um, and because of the like hilarious writing, it actually I think actually the voice 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 acting would kind of take it something away from the game because um, it 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 doesn't need it really. It's it's the writing is so good, but yeah, I mean it's mm -hmm. like it's just a very funny game. I think that's what I really enjoyed about it, and it's like something that you can just play and instantly this is going to put a smile on your face. Yeah, um, it's like when when I started playing it, it was. I didn't know what to expect, but yeah. I expected I expected it to take a turn and and not be as wholesome as it makes itself. And I suppose it's not in some ways, but yeah, it's I don't know. You can't really take it at face value, and I think you're right in saying like don't read too much about it. Yeah, definitely. That's what I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping I've not given too much away. There, but that is. I no, mean, I think I think you're website. fine. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I think you're fine. No, I, I, I definitely, for a game that, I guess as you say, it's a bit of a twist on mm. the the normal RPG. It's it's interesting and it, and it it even all the mechanics in the, in that game there's 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 a bit of humor to there's a bit of personality, um, even down to you're talking about the voice acting and things like there, there's a sound effect for every time someone talks. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Where you've got Sans, who's the the kind of pra practical joker, etc. The sound effects like a <laughs> kind of noise, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, which is like that's character. You know, you can tell there's so much love in that game that's been mm -hmm. brought out for each of the characters, and and how can how they could like best represent it in, in that in that that game in that format, and it's so. I, don't, I think that's amazing. That's what makes the game so good. Yeah, and I think that even comes out like, like you said, the characters' sort of personalities come out through their battle styles as well. So, like when you're fighting them, it, each little mini game where you fight the the uh, characters or enemies, um, that it's all related to them. So there's you know different animations each time and different things you have to do to either survive or to kill them. Um, so it's yeah each encounter it's not like with a typical jrpg where you know you're just clicking attack or defend or you're casting a spell like there's each one has like a, a different you know there's one there's like a character i think called jerry which you just have to try and cheer up um and so you're just <laughs> he's like he's just a bit depressed so and if you do that then he'll like go away but so it's just kind of like spinning yeah, spinning the sort of idea of like casting spells and all that kind of thing that you have to do in a normal RPG, but doing it in quite an eccentric way, which I think is um, obviously other 
I, I don't know. I guess like I really enjoy Dragon Quest as well, and and that has a little bit of that because it's got the quirky enemies, uh, like the mm-hmm. slimes and things like that. But yeah. it doesn't quite have the system. I think basically Undertale has taken the idea of like quirky enemies that you know like are dancing or like winking at you or doing weird things, and then sort of upping that, and you are also like having to interact with them in a in a weird way as well, and um you know it, it just it, it adds more personality to the game i think yeah i think that's an important part of this game is personality and like it's got it's got it in shed loads it's yeah, just totally. i mean i i didn't realize this until fairly recently that the whole game is developed by by toby fox himself yeah, he got just him. um i believe someone else um helped him with some of the artwork but he did 99% of it himself, the music, he wrote it, the, the program and everything. And you can tell um, when, when you start playing the game, it's hard to describe, but you could tell it's one person and you could tell how much fun and love he put into that game. Um, and, and just having it to, like, there's a lot of games that, even the games that we've spoken about, have got one thing that makes them different from any other game. But I think Undertale has got lots and lots of things that make it different from every other game. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything like it. And it's um, it's weird because it's quite, it's actually quite simple, the things that make it different. But it, it's just, I think, it's, yeah. like you said, it's just all that combined that, you know, the look of it, the, the soundtrack, which, like I said, there's each, basically every scene has a different um, uh, music refrain. And some of it will be quite similar to other parts of it. I think there's maybe like 40 original tracks but still like you say for one guy to make all of that is uh pretty crazy yeah definitely, definitely. <laughs> there's a lot of like so i've watched a lot of videos and the analysis of the music and there's a lot of pieces that you know like there is like a part of a theme that then builds into another track because with that same theme and, and things like that because of what's happened in the story and what characters are involved and that's really kind of you you would get that in a uh a movie kind of soundtrack mm. you would you know yeah the hero's theme the journey the you know that kind of piece but having that level information like level of design in the soundtrack alone that's a full-time composer's job to do and th- this guy's Absolutely. made the game yeah. that artwork the coding all that kind of stuff and and bolted it all together that's what that makes for me makes the game so so magical oh yeah completely um, entirely and it's like i can still like now, I don't, even like game soundtracks that I really love, I you know it's hard to remember some of their you know uh, some of their s- soundtracks. Um, but this, I like, I can immediately in my head now. I'm s- sort of singing the wet, the <laughs> song when you go into a battle, just because it's so. I don't know. It just works really well, and I think a lot, all the well, yeah, nearly all the sound just works really well for the point that you're playing it just makes sense that that sound and yeah like you said for him to do that and the game as well is uh, is pretty nuts yeah yeah definitely is he do you know if he if he's made another game since or so, yeah, is making another game? interesting obviously everyone's like undertale 2 undertale 2 undertale 2 but he has made something which is basically undertale 2 but it isn't it's called delta rune which um if you're good at anagrams you'll realize is undertale um in ah. another in an anagram he's made the first part of that which i have also played and i would say 
again play it it's it is it's got similarities to undertale in that it is again like a a 2d sort of pixelated role-playing game it, it the, the battle system is slightly different but it's still got the quirky humor it's still very funny it's a it's a bit shorter so undertale is like about six hours unless you want to like do everything in it um mm-hmm. whereas this is maybe was like two and a half hours um he's looking he said he might you know he's working on Delta Rune Chapter Two, um, and then hopefully putting it together as a full game. Um, but you can play Delta Rune, I think, for free um, on the Switch. Um, I don't know if it's on Steam as well. Um, but yeah, I would say if you loved Undertale, definitely check out uh, Chapter One of that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm surprised he's not been snapped up, to be honest, by by a, a bigger sort of developer. I think he probably um, doesn't want to be. He's probably had the offers. I think, yeah. knowing what I've I've seen of him, I think he's quite a uh, sort of independent. Some would say maybe stubborn guy. That, but that's <laughs> you know, he's he's an author. He's got his vision, and I think he's probably been offered stuff by people. But he's been like, no, a bit like I. He reminds me the person I would compare most to is like Lucas Pope, who made Papers Please and uh, Return of the Obra Dinn. Who you know these indie developers who have made everything on their own from scratch and made these really popular games but they just want to see out their own vision so they're not really interested in joining up with other publishers or anything like that yeah like a lot of um a lot of indie developers are a bit um i don't want to say weird (laughs) um (laughs) but they're a bit i don't know off the I real i don't know i don't know what a nice though. way of saying it i think you have to be though eccentric maybe <laughs> eccentric <laughs> yeah, like yeah absolutely i mean <laughs> yeah i mean I, I i don't want anyone to think that i, I mean that in a derogatory way i mean i think that that's where left field ideas come from yeah so, exactly like you yeah. look at edward mcmillan and made by uh, Isaac and well the original super meat boy and things like that who thinks of that shit like mm. people like him do it and toby fox with this i mean it's so original that like he must have millions of ideas if he's put that in all those ideas into this game like he must be full of them and there's just a long list of them like lucas pope as you said and then um, jonathan blow um he yes. made uh, the made braid um the witness as well um, Brilliant game. And the witness, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, and the guy that made Fez, um, he was a bit eccentric. Obviously, he cancelled Fez too because he went in a huff. Um, <laughs> that's, that's one but, way of saying it, yes. <laughs> he totally went in a huff, didn't Bill he? Like, Fish, he, yeah. he? He denounced mm. it, and then he he um, he had an argument with a journalist, and then he literally cancelled the game because of yeah. that argument. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean. Indie, ga- indie developers and indie games have become huge business recently and over the last couple of years, definitely. And Undertale has got to be up there in the top top five that like rated and just loved indie darling games. Yes. Um, Sometimes some people would argue too much that there's there is a bit of a um, sort of fandom that's basically you know anything derogatory said against the game they go a bit nuts. Um, I'm definitely yeah. not one of those. I would say I'm very much in the camp of the game is really good. Um, I can't actually think of many shortcomings of the game to be fair, but uh, hmm. yeah, I'm not going to you know attack people who don't enjoy it or that kind of thing. It's but it is a very good yeah. game. <laughs> It does seem to have a, a, an attract a, a bit of a toxic fan base. Yeah, we found out like, uh, Linda um, and on the was streaming it yesterday, mm. and it was just bam after bam after bam it's a real <laughs> in the shame. chat. And it, 
yeah, and I, I don't understand why. I really don't. I, like, I mean, I guess they're, they're passionate about the game, but yeah, it's just it's a strange it's one. Just I don't that. It's it's one of those games that people just uh, fall in love with, and I guess you know they they just don't want everyone to do it their way. And if you know, obviously, yeah. when you're first playing the game, you maybe don't know everything about it, so. Um, don't want people spoiling it but obviously people who've, who've played it are like no they're doing this rather than this but you know that's the point you've got to enjoy it yeah yeah it's in a way <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah like it is it is the sort of game that like you can't really go wrong obviously you can lose all your health and things like that but just experiment and that's how you learn by by doing so um I think it's quite a good streaming game for for that reason, to be honest. Yeah, um, I think so as well. You just a maybe not for the mods, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe not for yeah. the mods. Your, your mods need to be on <laughs> on point for it. But yeah, um, do you think there will be like a sequel to it or or anything? Well, obviously there, there's there's Delta Rune um, that he, he's made as well. But do you think there'll be a direct sequel to to this? And do you think there's an appetite for it? Uh, I mean, there's definitely an appetite for it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I would say I don't. I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. Maybe in a. I mean, it's taken Toby Fox uh, a long time to uh, make Delta Rune and its and its second chapter. I mean, Undertale. You know, that came out in 2015, um, and then he was. I think he took a little break, and he was obviously working on bringing Undertale to Nintendo Switch and PlayStation and Xbox. Um, and then he started on Delta Rune, and you know it's a, quite a short game. It's probably again going to, in total, be six hours, and it's maybe a, will have taken him, I don't know, seven years. So um, I I don't know. I I mean I'll be fascinated to see what he does next because Delta Rune is quite similar to Undertale. So it's whether he decides mm-hmm. to completely break from that um, and do something completely different, or whether he, yeah, like you said does a sequel i mean people would love it i mean i'd just be scared because it's just so good it would be it'd be tricky to match i mean i guess if he just does mm. similar stuff like he's doing with delta rune then people wouldn't complain but yeah it's, it's hard to know really i don't I, I i can see him just deciding to like do something really completely different and, and mad um and that'd be great as well yeah yeah i mean some games you would love a sequel, but then mm. sometimes you just want them to go in a completely separate direction and, and make something something else. And I, I genuinely think that he is one of the good ones, and I think he could make some really, really good games. And he could make a lot of money from it, as you say. Like, I'm sure Microsoft have um, offered him money to, to get his games on, on um, Game Pass and things like that, so... Oh, took the yeah, they must have. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's just whether he wants to do the same kind of. I, I mean, I, I have heard from him that it's, you know, it's just it's a lot of work, <laughs> and I can imagine it is that. Uh, mm. You know, that, that's what he's just keeps saying to people when they're like, "Why can't we have this? Why can't we have this?" He's like, "It takes me a long time." Like, please, <laughs> please shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. being like a yeah. one-man band, getting yeah. it all done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I couldn't imagine doing that. Like, I couldn't imagine making a game anyway, but doing it yourself, that must be... I think like... as well, doing it yourself after the first one you've done, because I guess there wasn't any expectation from the first one at all. That's but true, now yeah. it's yeah. so popular that anything he's working on now, everyone's like, when's this going to come out? We want to see it. We want to, you know, like, tell us more. And he's just like, oh, God. 
Yeah. He just did it for fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, could, he couldn't surely never have imagined it be as popular as it is. Um, yeah, it must have become such a shock. Yeah, it's a bit like, I mean, um, I was gonna say, it's like Stardew Valley, the developer for yes. that. Yes, yeah, very oh, similar. Yeah, for sure. Is it Chucklefish? Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Uh, Chucklefish is the publisher, isn't it? Or Yes, I think they are. Um, yeah. what the... But it was a one man uh, developer. Oh, yeah, Eric that... Barone. I think yeah, spent oh. years doing it and then. I guess while we we're, were it was still in development when it came out slightly, or there was features that um, they wanted added in, but um, didn't didn't have the know-how yet, or how how to put that in, and and it was crazy to think that it was just one person trying to. Well, I don't know. I just, that blew up immediately. Similar with Undertale when it, that came out. That must be so much pressure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Definitely, I was just reading there about him, like um, we've seen with like people trying to get him, like hire him up to, to different things. He was actually a guest composer on uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, uh, yep. which I didn't know, which is really nice. really cool. I mean, that just says all. Like for Nintendo, obviously trust him, and Nintendo will think he's talented. So yeah, that's that's really awesome. Um, did they not announce? Or am I being? Have I dreamed this? I thought they announced that that there was going to be. Uh, Undertale character in Smash or Ma? I think you're right. I think I, I think I oh, heard really? that as well. Wasn't weren't they saying? Um, um, I also think I heard this, but maybe we're make, are we making this up? I don't know. Oh no, I it's Sans. He, it's he's a costume in it. Ah, he's not an actual ah, fighting. Like okay. uh, he's not an actual character in it. But yeah, um. I'm not a Smash player, so sorry, I don't know all the ins and outs, but I do remember it from a direct or something. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, because you can fight as your me, and your me can put on costumes, and one of those costumes ah, okay. is Sans. Um, cool. Which is such, I, I really love his design. Yeah. Um, he just looks, he's so, I don't know, he's just got this, he's a skeleton, obviously, but he's so cool, and he's got a cheeky grin. It's, it, it just makes me smile every time I see him. Yeah, it's very, and that's the thing. Yeah, the characters are quite cute as well. So you almost feel bad if you ever do like try and fight them because you're just like, oh, I don't really want to fight this this enemy. They're really cute, <laughs> which is not yeah, um, exactly. very different to something like Bloodborne, for example, <laughs> which are all horrific. <laughs> Nightmare fuel. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, and like Undertale is obviously like an indie game, and it is obviously a massive game, but it is still an indie game. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. I, I, I'm guessing none of you guys follow wrestling um, or anything like that. But there was, there is a, a wrestler who wrestles for AEW called Kenny Omega, and he is a big video game guy um, as well. Like he, um, he has like one of his moves is called One Winged Angel after um, like Final Fantasy and things like that. And he, on one of the events, I can't remember which event it was, he actually dressed up as Sans for <laughs> really? his match. Wow. Okay. Yeah, um, oh, wow. which it just shows you the reach of it. Um, oh, I'm just looking at it now. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's cool. I mean, he's wearing a mask and, and things like that. Like, yeah. Yeah, well, like you said, it shows the reach, and it's just it's mad that this this game by one guy. But you know, it. I suppose when you play the game, you understand why because it's just so different to what you would expect maybe and the writing's so good so yeah 
Exactly. I actually just read that I didn't realise that he even wore the slippers that Sans wears and took, wow. he took them off before they got to the ring. But oh, okay. that's dedication wow. to the cosplay. I was going to say, um, during the but, fight, yeah. maybe it'd be a bit difficult to fight in slippers. <laughs> but... <laughs> fight in your slippers. <laughs> um, um, uh, sorry, I'm just reading it here. He even used the music from it. So he obviously got permission from them um, <laughs> to, to do all that. So that is, that's nice. that's that's huge. Clearly a um, big fan. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, so for that to happen um, in America is well, obviously like uh, this American wrestling show is, <laughs> is awesome, and I really hope all the best for for Undertale. And yeah. I really want a Sans like plush or or oh, action yeah. figure or something. So uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, what else can we talk about with it? They. The sort of the fighting system, um, and it is, it's obviously a turn-based game. But as yeah. you say, like you don't have to fight, and you can flirt with people and things yeah. like that. But when you do choose to fight, um, you have to, um, avoid getting hit. Like it's not your run-of-the-mill sort of turn-based mm. fighting, like go through the menus type thing. It's sort of a bullet hell type affair, isn't it? Um, when when you're being attacked, is that right? Yeah, yeah I would say so. And it's yeah. um, that it's uh, there's like special attacks that the and some of these enemies have, especially if they're like particular characters. Um, and there's also um, yeah, like you said, it, it's basically you control uh, a little when you attack them. Like you said, it's you it's sort of a timed attack that you've got to get right. Uh, and then you mm -hmm. have to sort of avoid their attacks where, where you've got like your icon is a little heart figure. Or it's just, well, it's, a, it's just an icon of a heart um, and you have to move that heart around and avoid their attacks. Um, and like I said, like with each character, there's a different sort of way that you might have to avoid their attacks. Like when you're fighting some of the skeleton characters, um, they've got these like bones that stick that will come out of this little box that try and hit your heart icon. It's quite hard to describe the, the mini games but it's, it's basically like there's a little box and you've got your heart icon and you sort of move it around and have to like avoid different things but it's it's cool that each thing is sort of personalized to the character you're fighting um and yeah. that again is like there's a lot of humor in that as well i think yeah yeah um there's so much detail in it and mm. even obviously like when you're fighting it's a bit pokemon-esque when you get them down to a little bit of health you can you can spare them or yes. obviously kill them um and you can go through the whole game without killing someone is is that right i'm sure I read yeah, that. That, I've not I mean, that's, it, so. that's literally how it's like how it advertises itself on on the steam page on the website it says in this rpg you don't have to kill anyone which i think was probably i can imagine that was like the hook that toby fox like went to like uh these different places to like sell the game because you immediately hear yeah. that i think it's it's obviously now it doesn't feel as big of a thing because we we've had the game but at the time mm -hmm. i'm trying to think of anything else that's like that, where you can actually you, you don't have to go through all these turn-based battles and things like that. Yeah, um, I think the, like one of the only games that I know you can get through the whole game without killing someone is Metal Gear Solid. Um, but that is like, oh, Metal Gear Solid 2, I think, or, or onwards. Um, 
but that's a triple A yeah. Sony backed game. That is not one person sitting in his living room yeah. making a game. And also um, with that, I guess it's like you are avoiding fights, but this is like you're still in fights, but you are choosing this sort of uh, you know, pacifist way of going about things. Um yeah. and finding a way. It's I mean, that's what I like about it as well. There are separate puzzles to the battles, but so the some of the puzzles in the battles, if you choose to play it this way, and you don't have to, obviously, um, is like finding what's gonna end the battle without you having to fight them so there's almost like a puzzle in that like oh what what my because there's it's not like there's one selection that you have to click and then that's it there's like loads of different things you can choose your interactions with them and you've got to be like you sort of have to pick up on the character description and the text description and be like ah so like with jerry it keeps mentioning that jerry's like nobody likes jerry and things like that so you're like (laughs) maybe i should cheer jerry up and that might help jerry so it's like that kind of sort of fun puzzles that it, it like becomes part of the battle which again i can't yeah. think of anything that's done something like that before it's just like a dialogue it. puzzle a little bit yeah you know, if you're talking about adventure games it's a bit of a dialogue <laughs> puzzle in an rpg fight which is yeah it's very like, unique. I, I was going to say um it's it kind of like mixes up the well uses the combat system as almost like a storytelling um, device like it uses a way to to get to know the characters and Completely. even the enemies more than just useless grunts. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's that that's what I really because, like I said, um, I don't know if you guys have played Dragon Quest, but Dragon Quest does that a bit. Like when you're fighting with the the characters, and it will say like, "Oh, such and such character is is you know dancing shyly," or is is, and so you get a bit of that. But then when you go and actually fight them, it's just like a straight battle. There's nothing yeah really that comes. I mean, I suppose one or two of their spells might relate to what they look like or what they're about. But I I just love the idea, like you said, it, it it's basically like a, a an adventure game just wrapped in sort of rpg clothing yeah that's cool and that's it's, it's, yeah. it's very clever when it defines those mechanics and then breaks those mechanics as well yeah i guess um not to spoil anything with the game <laughs> but definitely there's a few things where <laughs> don't don't take anything from face value i would say probably mm. with, the, with the game there's a lot to explore oh cool yeah, and there's multiple endings as well. Um, yeah. I, I guess there's like the pacifist route, and then, uh, but I don't know what else it bases it on. I, like, I'm sure there'll be other choices you can make, um, and I'm sure that would depend. Uh, that will determine which ending you get. Um, which that in itself, having multiple endings, is 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 really really cool. And um, you usually only ever see it on AAA games, uh, not so much on on indie games. Yeah, and it's—I mean—it's a testament to how much I like the game. That as soon as I finished it, I replayed it again to get the next ending. I wanted to, and I obviously you were a bit quicker that time because you know what's going on, so you can skip through uh, lots of the incidental dialogue. But I was like, "Yep, I'm going to play through again." And it is—it's not just the ending. You do get there's like different points in the game that change because of the sort of choices you make and the and the actions you choose. So yeah, it's you—you you are sort of getting a lot for. Um, not a very huge price for the game. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it again because <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I, I have played it previously and I've I've put it down. But um, I'm kind of between games because I finished Metal Gear Solid. I'm gonna have a wee bit of a break. I think I'm gonna palette cleanse with with Undertale because 
watching Unenlisted play it yesterday and hearing the music, even while I was playing Bloodborne, I, I muted Bloodborne so I could hear the music on our stream. <laughs> it's <laughs> just, it's <laughs> so good. did that work? <laughs> did that, um, that work with Bloodborne? It, <laughs> it, it kind of did. It did sort of relax me a bit more. So, I, I mean, I beat Father Gascoigne during it. So wow, there you go. I'm just saying. That, that maybe that's the answer it makes it <laughs> um, it makes it easier <laughs> um, on the subject of the um the the soundtrack actually if there's anyone listening to this they can get me a copy of the undertale soundtrack on vinyl Ooh. please hook me up because yeah. i really really want it <laughs> and it's either non-existent or very expensive so um yeah. Well, um... If you can give it for free, that'd be even better. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know about it for free, but there's a fan <laughs> um, like a really good place for like uh, not-so-known finals. I uh, don't know if you've heard of them. Mm, oh, I'm just no, having a look at so. them now. It's yeah. wow, those vinyls look amazing. Yeah, they're, they're really colourful. I got the Stardew Valley from them. Um, they do have a lot of custom tags if you're in the UK, but they've got Hollow Knight and loads of different indies. So there's a an option <laughs> oh wow yeah there's a box set 69 dollars nice 109 <laughs> tracks that's awesome wow yeah well, got, the, um, suppose... concrete genie looks amazing <laughs> yeah they wow they've done a really good job haven't they that looks i mean i don't even have a record player but i'm i'm wanting to buy it so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it works i'm a suit, big sucker sorry. for the... <laughs> you see that again I've seen the Banjo Kazooie artwork. Like Ooh. it looks like a comic book. Nice. Uh, not comic, like a child's book. Yeah, like a like a oh, uh, nice. like pop up book or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've like completely yeah. derailed us. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Uh, I'm a I'm a sucker for uh, for game vinyl. I've got tons of it. Um, and under I, I want I really want Undertale and Celeste. So if anyone can uh, can hook me up with them, please do. Um, no. If not, I'm going to spend quite a lot of money getting it from Fan Gamer. Um, great. Yeah. Is there anything else you you want to talk about with the uh, Undertale or? No, because it's a, it is a difficult one. Because like I don't you know unless you do like a spoiler special, it, it, I I just don't want to you know if people are hearing this and like oh I want to play it like you don't want to spoil the game. But I think that's hopefully given yeah. like a, enough of a like a description of it and um exploration yeah. of it but i think just yeah if you if you i suppose i'm trying to think of other games it's like i suppose if you like the kind of quirkiness of maybe like night in the woods the sort of writing style of that mm. but it's it's just its own thing really i can't really think of many other games that are are that sort of quirky and eccentric but like and yeah, funny as well i agree yeah, it is really hard to, to, to compare it to something else. And like I think I said earlier, like don't go into this dry. Don't don't read yeah. about it. Um I think what, what Chris up has, has spoken about, that's the limit. Don't uh, in fact stop listening don't look now. any further into it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I did not expect the Nazis. <laughs> so that was mad. That, yeah. that took a oh turn. my god, I know. <laughs> oh shit. I thought we'd I thought we'd stopped uh, recording there, but Oh, well. <laughs> uh, no, that was that was great. I mean, doing uh, um, a spoiler cast um, would be a good shout because, as I say, I'm just going to start it again. So um, that would be a very good shout. So yeah. I might actually do that because I, I was thinking about doing sort of spoiler casts with uh, people. Uh, but yeah, um, I may need to replay it again because that's the problem. It was a while ago now. I was thinking when you when you said pick a game, I was like, I really want to pick Undertale, but I need to remind myself what happens in that game. <laughs> <laughs> but I think when maybe Chapter Two of Delta Rune comes out, I'm going to like play it all as one thing. Um, and, ah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe do that. So please 
Toby, bring it out soon. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. I'm sure you listened to this podcast. So. Um, yeah, no, that's great. Thank you so much for that. That was uh, that was really good. And um, if you have not played Undertale, it's on Game Pass. It's very cheap on Steam. You can get it on literally everything that exists. Um, you could probably even get it on Amazon Luna. Um, oh no! Is... <laughs> <laughs> what's what's Amazon Luna? Oh. I don't know. Well, what it is. exactly. I don't think anyone does. <laughs> oh, okay. apparently, apparently, it is a thing. So yeah, that's it. It's a thing. There you go. It's, it's a thing. <laughs> oh, okay. What does this thing do? Or it's just a. It's, well, it's just Amazon's cloud, like gaming. Yeah, it's their. Basically... It's their Stadia. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Ah, but it, it's so successful that no one has ever heard of it. It's so... actually live. <laughs> yeah. Hmm? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, it's... I think it's like early access, but yeah. yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. It's terrible. Um, but yeah, buy buy the game, play the game. Um, I think Lazarus just cost me money because I've just seen there's a Sands plush. Um, on uh, fan gamer as well so uh, uh, I will, um, <laughs> i'll just put it out there as well for others that like uh, video game finals there's i am 8-bit as well so enjoy um emptying out your wallet so <laughs> <laughs> wallet inspector glad right here <laughs> um yeah great again thank you so much chris up that was uh, really cool um it was really interesting and uh, i'm glad you love the game so much but we're definitely going to have you on again uh thank you for coming on um so yeah. we'll wrap it up um thank you so much to my guests and um, we'll go over around the plugs and um, so chris up if you want to go first and tell people where they can find you on the internet um or anything like that oh cool yeah uh well i'm on twitch i am just cress up i mean it's pretty easy just look for cress up um i'm yeah. up on twitter <laughs> I've, I've made it nice and simple for people um and i guess yeah if you want to look for the adventure games podcast it's again very easy it's just uh adventuregamespodcast.com so there you go and it is a great podcast. It's genuinely it's uh, one of my favourites. It's on my permanent rotation now. Um, yeah, if you like uh, adventure games and people that like adventure games, then uh, then get on it. And um, also has cool. the best uh, raid song I've ever heard. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. It, thank you very much. Like every time I hear it, I wake up with it in my head. Like yeah, it's, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's, 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 it's happened way more than I would like to admit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Glasgow, do you want to do you want to plug anything? Um, sure. Uh, you can find me on Twitch. Um, I've had a wee bit of a hiatus, but you can find me by Glasgow and on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me by Glasgow Online. So yeah. Perfect. Thank you. And Octa Rob, would you like to plug <laughs> your stream? Are you have you are you still awake? First of all, I'm still awake. Hi. Still awake. Good. Good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure because I know you've you're a sleepy boy. A sleepy boy. I don't know if they know about this in this podcast, but okay, yeah. No, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can catch me on on twitch.tv forward slash octorob, um, and also on Twitter is octorob. I most I, I always say this, I mostly make music, but I've not been making music recently. But I I do make music on stream <laughs> if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Um, but I also play the odd game. Um, I mentioned, yeah, we talked about Planet Coaster. We've been making a roller coaster place, theme park on stream, which has been a lot of fun. So we've got that up and coming. Yeah, it's, it's been cool. Um, 
cool watching you play that. I mean, um, yeah, thank you so much, guys. Genuinely, um, three of my favorite streamers. Um, I enjoy watching all three of your streams. So um, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast. Um, and we'll definitely be on again soon um, where Rob can talk about um, I forgot what game it was now. What game is it you said you were with? Oh, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> 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 um, I'll just backtrack. I lied to that bit out. Um, there has to be that every time. Out of Royals. You could do it at Royals next time. That's yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> someday, someday. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much. Um, we'll see you again um, next time. You can um, obviously follow us on Twitter. We're Gaming Den Pod. We do have GamingDenPodcast.com, um, which is still to be updated. Um, we have a Discord in the Gaming Den. All the, the links um, will be on the description to this podcast. Uh, so thanks for joining us, and we'll speak to you again next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>